Hello and welcome to The Adventures of Superman from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Kellogg's Pep. P-E-P-Pep. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, presents... The Adventures of Superman. Today, Jimmy Olsen's report of a new attack about to be launched by Muggs and his wolf pack has brought confusion to the plans of Superman. Plans he had hoped would bring swift justice to those seeking to spread the germs of hate and prejudice. Hi there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. Say, uh, have you tried the Pep Dish of the Week? It's got a nifty name, and it's a surefire way to add a little extra punch to breakfast. It's a Pep Banana Split, as terrific a dish as you'd ever want to taste. Now, here's how it goes. You sprinkle a layer of Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, in the bottom of your bowl. Then cut a banana in half, split it down the middle, you know, and arrange on top of the Pep. Then pour on more Pep and top with the other piece of banana. And there you are, gang, a Pep Banana Split, a solid sort of dish that your, your appetite will really latch on to because those crisp, tender flakes of Kellogg's Pep are way out in front when it comes to tickling your taste. You see, Pep is called the Sunshine Cereal, and it's loaded with sunny, golden toasted flavor. Good for you, too. Your mom knows that. So no matter how you serve it, Kellogg's Pep tastes so terrific that, well, you'll want to eat up every last bit in your bowl. And that's especially on the bean nowadays, when the cereal grains are being sent to fellas and girls all over the world. So get Hep to Pep, gang. Don't waste it. When Mom brings Kellogg's Pep home from the grocers, take special pains to make sure there's no waste of cereal at your house. If you pour your own cereal, pour it carefully and polish off every bit you pour out. Make it a habit to eat all your pep. Don't waste it. And now, the adventures of Superman. Accepted as a member of the juvenile gang led by a boy known only as Muggs, a gang doing the dirty work for a hate-mongering organization calling themselves the Guardians of America... Young Jimmy Olsen, cub reporter for the Daily Planet, has secured some valuable information. At the moment, however, his latest tip to Clark Kent has resulted in confusion. Muggs and his gang are about to commit another act of violence, this time attaching a small bomb to the engine of an automobile, set to explode when the engine is started. Both Kent and Jimmy were certain the attack was going to be directed against the Reverend Dr. Leeds, pastor of the Methodist Church. But in yesterday's episode, as you remember, they learned that Dr. Leeds did not own a car. As we continue now... Kent and Jimmy are conferring with Father Sheehan, the Catholic priest who is acting as chairman of the committee attempting to build a community clubhouse in Metropolis. I don't know, Kent. Things like this make me wonder sometimes whether it's true that a soft word turneth away wrath. Maybe we are going about this in the wrong way. Maybe Inspector Henderson is right. Iron bars and a male fist. Oh, you know that's not so, Father. Yes, yes, of course, Jimmy, I know. I believe in the Ten Commandments and I've tried to live by them. But when I heard about the murderous attack on Rabbi Stone, well, if those young hoodlums had been anywhere within arm's reach, I'm sure I... I well, I don't know what I might have done. I doubt that you'd have done anything violent, Father, but that's neither here nor there. 
Incidentally, it might interest you to know that while Rabbi Stone is recovering from the knife wound, Dr. Leeds is going to preach the sermons at the rabbi's temple. Well, that's fine, Ken Fine. And speaking of Dr. Leeds, we're still a little confused about the latest information Jimmy got from Muggs that an attempt is going to be made to blow up a car. Leeds doesn't own a car. No, he doesn't. No, neither do you. Neither does Rabbi Stone. That leaves the three lay members of the Unity House Committee, Dave Hoffman, the druggist, George Murphy, the retired police inspector, and Mr. Walters, principal of the school. And you feel certain the attack will be against a member of the committee? Oh, sure it will. Well, it's anybody's guess, but up to now, every act of violence has been directed against a committee member. These self-styled guardians of America seem determined to keep you from building Unity House. Well, what about Mr. Klein? Who, Jim? Mr. Klein, the man who owns the art gallery. Oh, yes, I forgot about him. Is this something I missed? Well, it's something we missed telling you, probably. Jimmy got a personal assignment from Mr. Rat himself, the high mucky-muck who seems to be running the Guardians of America. An assignment to destroy some valuable paintings in an art gallery belonging to a man named Klein. Well, you're certainly not going through with it. Yes, we are, as the phrase goes for the papers. Ken, I don't understand Stores can be rebuilt and wounds can heal, but art treasures can never be replaced. Don't you worry, Father. Nothing will be damaged or destroyed. What we plan to do, and we would have done it today if this car business hadn't come up, is call Mr. Klein in and explain the entire situation to him. Undoubtedly, we'll get his cooperation. You mean he'll let you destroy his paintings? Oh, no, not really. Just for the papers, Father. You see, boiled down, what we'll do is fake a story and print it in the Daily Planet, a story to the effect that a vandal slashed and cut five or six valuable paintings in Klein's art gallery. The net of it will be that Mr. Rat will think Jimmy here has carried out his assignment and can be trusted implicitly. Oh, yes, now I get it. Then with that trust established, we're hoping he'll come out from behind his black curtain and let Jimmy get a look at him for future identification. And then what? Well, then the rest is easy. We'll nab Mr. Rat. We know where his hole is. Jimmy can identify him as the man who directed the hate mongers and who ordered Muggs and his gang to commit various acts of violence. And unless I'm dead wrong, he'll go up for life. So the only problem at the moment is whose automobile they plan to blow up. That's right. Dave Hoffman owns a car, but he's already been attacked. Of course, that doesn't eliminate him completely. Kent, what about George Murphy? The retired cop? That's right. Yes, he has a car. So has the school principal, Mr. Walters. They've all been warned to be on the lookout, though. In addition, Inspector Henderson has assigned a police mechanic to each one of them. He'll examine their cars before they drive them. Well, you seem to have covered everything. Well, what about Mr. Klein? I don't know. I don't think he fits into this picture, Jim. They wouldn't waste two attacks on him. Well, why are they attacking Klein at all? Because he's Jewish? You know, from what Jim could gather, he contributed to the Unity House Building Fund. Oh, I see. Oh, speaking of contributions, Kent. Yeah? That $10,000 check from your editor, Mr. White, came in this morning. Oh, good. I'll thank him for that personally, but I want to thank you for that piece in the paper. The what? Well, the write-up in the Daily Planet. Oh, what write-up? You mean to say... Just a minute, Jim. What's this all about, Father? Well, Kent, I'm surprised you don't know about this. I was sure you'd written the article. Oh, what's it about, Father? Oh, wait a minute. I I think I have the paper right here. There you are. It's right on the front page. See, Father. What's it say, Mr. Ken? There's Unity House Fund Swelling. Planet announces $10,000 contribution. Oh, did you write it, Mr. Ken? No, Jim, I didn't. Let's see. The Unity House Building Fund earmarks for the construction of a gymnasium and playground whose doors will be open to all metropolis children, regardless of race, religion, or color, was swelled considerably today when Perry White, editor of the Planet, announced a contribution of Clark Kent reads the article in the Daily Planet. Almost at the same moment, someone else is reading it aloud with as much, if not more, interest. None other than the still unidentified leader of the Guardians. This contribution, together with the contributions of all those interested in the furtherance of better understanding among people, will go far toward achieving the goal. According to Father Francis Sheehan, Rabbi Harry Stone, and Dr. William Leeds, interfaith members of the committee. <laughs> Very interesting, don't you think, Eric? 
$10,000, it's a lot of money. Well, that sounds strange coming from you. How much did you spend in this country alone during the war trying to buy military secrets? That is another story. They are building a gymnasium, not a battleship. They're building nothing, I promise you. I was waiting for the Daily Planet to get behind this. Now we'll have to get behind the Daily Planet with a knife. How? I'll show you how. Call the pool room first and instruct Muggs to come here as soon as possible. You know the number? Yes. And the code line? Yes. Tell Muggs his mother wants him. Right. And use the phone in the other room. I want to use this one to call the editor of the Daily Planet. You're joking. Don't look so shocked, Eric. What's wrong with my calling a newspaper editor? You are supposed to remain in the background. Don't worry, I will. I'm calling Mr. Perry White to invite him to play the lead in a little drama I've just created. I suppose you might call it a tragedy. The title could be... Death on Wheels. Death on Wheels. What does the mysterious leader of the self-styled Guardians of America mean? We'll know in a moment when we return for the exciting climax of today's episode. So keep listening. You know, breakfast sure does give your appetite the old come on when there's a bowl of Kellogg's temperature placed at the table. Pep looks so sunny and crisp and golden that, well, you'll want to pull up a chair and pitch right in. And Pep the Sunshine Cereal tastes just as good as it looks, believe me. Pep Sunshine flavor is so smooth and rich it, well, it kind of sparkles on your tongue. Yes, sir, Kellogg's Pep is a surefire hit when it comes to brightening up breakfast. Sends you off to school in the right mood for a good day. You see, when there's Kellogg's Pep for breakfast, you're getting solid whole wheat nourishment plus... So it's a slick trick to polish off every single flake in your bowl. And here's another angle, gang. Nowadays, the cereal grains, like the whole wheat and Kellogg's Pep, are being sent to fellows and girls overseas. So it's not a good idea to waste cereal. No, sir. Keep on the beam when Mother brings Kellogg's Pep home from the grocers. Don't waste it. If you pour your own Pep, pour it carefully and eat up every bit you pour out. And uh, kind of keep an eye on your younger brothers and sisters, too. Just be sure to eat all your pep. Don't waste it. As the result of a newspaper article announcing that editor Perry White of the Daily Planet had donated $10,000 to the Unity House Building Fund, the as-yet-unidentified head of the hate-mongering organization calling themselves the Guardians of America has decided to direct his next violent attack against the gray-haired editor. As we continue now, we return to the study of a sumptuous penthouse apartment, headquarters of the so-called Guardians. Their unnamed leader is being addressed by a blonde, Germanic-looking man called Eric, who speaks with a trace of an accent. I have just called the pool room. Muggs will be here shortly. Good. Now we have to plan this so there will be no slip-up. You know the expression, kill two birds with one stone? I have heard it. But well, we're going to try to kill two enemies with one bomb. I do not understand. Well, the original plan, as you remember, was to strike at that Methodist minister, Dr. Lee. However, we learned that he did not drive a car. And at the last moment, we switched to another member of that committee, the school principal. But we're going to switch back. How? Oh, the device is no good unless it is attached to the ignition system of an automobile engine? That's exactly where it will be attached. But you say the minister has no car. Listen, I'm about to call Perry White, editor of the Daily Planet. I think you will find the conversation very... Perry White speaking. Mr. White? Yes? This is Father Shear. Oh, yes. Hello, Father. How are you? Quite well, thank you. And you? Fine, fine. That's good. 
Oh, uh, did you get my check, Father? Why, yes. In fact, that's why I'm calling. First, to thank you from the bottom of my heart. Oh, it's nothing, really. And then to invite you to attend the meeting to be held in my parish house this evening. The members of my committee would deeply appreciate some advice from you as the editor of the country's most important newspaper. Oh, I'll be happy to do anything I can, Father. I knew you would, Mr. Bunny. Now, uh, uh, one more little favor. Name it and it's yours. I, uh... Have a car? Why, yes. And uh, you'll be driving from your office to the parish house this evening? Yes, I suppose so. Well, then, would you mind terribly, Mr. White, picking up one of our committee members on your way? No, not at all. Who is it? Uh, the Reverend Dr. Leeds of the Methodist Church. If you have a pencil and paper handy, I'll give you his home address. <laughs> Reverend Dr. Leeds, victim number three in the campaign of hate and intolerance. But this time the attack is aimed at two people. As the leader of the Guardians of America said, we'll kill two enemies with one bomb. Innocent and unaware, Harry White is stepping into a trap from which the only escape may be death. Don't miss tomorrow's tense, thrill-packed episode entitled, One Minute to Murder. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, the adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Say, if your dog is a softy, here's a little trick that you can try to help give him lots of muscle. Mix Kellogg's Grow Pup dog food in with his scraps of meat and fat. See if it doesn't make his eyes brighter and his coat glossy. And see if it doesn't give him lots of oof, so that pretty soon he'll be able to take it and scramble right along with the gang. Lots of champs feed on Grow Pup, you know. So let your dog have his pick of Grow Pup ribbon, Grow Pup meal, or Grow Pup pellets. Just so Mother remembers, write Kellogg's Grow Pup on her marketing list right now. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.